Um, how many of you know that it's the end times? Okay. Um, you can watch the news for two seconds and know that. I don't typically watch the news. I got scolded by my dad for not watching some. I usually get the updates from my husband because he's very into that. But um, I know enough. But um, I know enough to know that it's the end times and that it's time for the body of Christ to wake up and rise up and take their place. Amen. Um, it's time for us to um, take the duct tape off of our lips and let the world know who God is. Um, because if they don't hear from us, who are they going to hear from? The Bible says, how will they know without a preacher? <laughs> and you're the preacher. Um, the Word of God says to go out into all the world and to preach the gospel to every living creature and um, to be a light into this world, to not let your light shine. I mean, not you know, hide it. Sorry. <laughs> Let it shine so all may know your Father in heaven. Amen. The Word of God says that we have this treasure, this secret in our earthen vessel, that the excellency, that the power of God would be revealed. Who is it going to be revealed to? The world. We have this power. The supernatural treasure, his name is Jesus, the Holy Spirit, and it points to the Father, to an eternity in heaven. And we have this um, treasure, this secret that has the capability and the power to set the captives free, to bring deliverance, to bring sight spiritually and physically, to, to give them a life of eternity. How selfish if we keep that to ourselves. But we're talking tonight about this next wave of glory, the next move of the Spirit of God that God's about to do in this earth. You know, I mean, the, in the Word of God, you know, they were waiting for Jesus to come for the first time, and some of them missed it. You know what I mean? Some of them didn't believe that when he came, that was him. And But some got it. Some were ready. They were looking. They were waiting. And they, they got to experience it. They got to experience the Son of God in flesh and dying on the cross. And we read about it and we believe it. But now we're here in this last day. And we're going to, I believe, get to experience the Son of God returning. Amen. To receive his bride. Hallelujah. So we're going to do, it's kind of like a little study on the last days, which I don't usually dig deep into, but we're going to do a little study on the last days because what God wants us to start to see and start watching for is this next wave of his spirit and of his glory. And it's already started. We're on a crest. We're like just, it's just starting to be built up. And so you see it all over the place. You see little pockets and little crests of the waves starting to happen throughout the United States um, specifically and probably throughout different areas of the world. Um, God's starting to move in a way wherever people are seeking his face is where, where it's happening. And so um, I'm just going to, you know, read with you what God showed me, and you guys can follow along in your, your Bible. Um, let's turn to Acts 2. It gets me excited because God's word will not return void, amen, that he only says what he means, means what he says, and does what he says. He says, I'm not a man that I would lie. So if God's saying all this stuff, this stuff is going to come to pass, amen. 
And so it's an exciting time to live in. Acts 2, verses 17 through 21. It says, in the last days, and we all agreed we're in the last days, God says, I will pour out my spirit upon all people. Your sons and daughters will prophesy. Your young men will see visions. Your old men will dream dreams. In the last days, I will pour out my spirit even on my servants, men and women alike. That means there's no favorites here. If you're a child of God, he's going to pour out his spirit, and these are the possibilities. Dreams, visions, revelations from heaven, amen. Um, I'll pour out my spirit upon um, men and women alike, and they will prophesy. You can also prophesy. You can expect for God to use your mouth to speak to people. Prophecy is a revelation of who God is and who he is to somebody and for somebody. And so when you speak, if your mouth is yielded to the Holy Spirit, if you speak about Jesus Christ, the son of the living God, you're prophesying. When you go out and declare that Jesus died and rose again from the dead and you tell them how to have eternal life, you're prophesying. That's that gift of God on the inside of you. That's that treasure so that the excellency, the power of God would be revealed through you. So, and he says this, and I will cause wonders in heavens above and signs on the earth below. Blood, fire, and clouds of smoke. The sun will become dark. We've seen a little bit of this. And the moon will turn bright um, blood red before the great and glorious day of the Lord arrives. We've had blood moons recently. And I don't even, the world's even calling it that. And it's right there in the word of God. And it's just phenomenal how they're even calling it out. And so bits and pieces I have watched of the news. Um, when it comes to, you know, the Word of God, and it's like something's happening that's in the Word of God, I get interested. Um, the sun will become dark, the moon will turn blood red before the great and glorious day of the Lord arrives, but everyone who calls upon the name of the Lord will be saved. I believe that even the grossest sinner who calls upon the name of the Lord and, and receives that that um, prophetic word that Jesus is coming again and receives the fact that he died for his sins, that he too can go to heaven. Even though if you watch any documentaries about these people's lives, it's just like how God's so merciful. But I think about it when I read the word of God, if you think about Paul, I mean, it sounds like he was just so awesome, you know, and this and that. But no, he was a mass murderer of Christians. I mean, how more evil can you get? <laughs> but he was thought he was doing it in the name of the Lord, which is just crazy. But whatever the case, he was a total, complete example of the fact that all who call upon the name of the Lord can be saved. Because even though he was doing that, God used him to demonstrate the fact that he can turn a life around upside down, and use him for the glory of God if he will call upon his name and turn from a life of sin. Amen? And so anybody that you encounter that might be, you think, whoa, they're totally long gone. There is no way they're ever going to accept the Lord Jesus Christ. Um, Don't be fooled. If Paul did it, they may do it if you would just open up your mouth. Sow that seed. Let God work on them. It might be that you get to harvest that seed. You know, you might get to lead them right into 
um, salvation and pray with them to accept Jesus, or you're just planting a seed and prophesying. Sons and daughters will prophesy. You're declaring to them that Jesus Christ is Lord. You're telling them how to get to heaven. Okay, if you don't want to pray with me now, in your own time, if God's dealing with your heart, call upon the name of Jesus, and the word of God says you'll be saved. Turn from a life of sin. Confess your sin to him. You'll be saved. And um, he'll come into their hearts. That's how my dad got saved. He turned from, turned from the world, called upon the name of Jesus. He didn't know what he was doing. <laughs> and Jesus came into his heart, and then he was wondering why he was following him around. And um, because he was on the inside of him then. And it took some time. You know, sometimes, you know, things are changed from the inside out. So it's like the process. It takes a little bit of time. I think you probably can ask my mom about that. But <laughs> it takes a little bit of time to change. And so don't always expect, you know, when you pray with someone to get saved or you plant a seed, um, don't expect instantaneous don't think that it didn't happen. God can work. God can do a work. And he said he's faithful to finish the work he began. And so just keep on witnessing. Keep on sharing the love of Jesus Christ with others. Amen. So in the last days, these are things we can expect. When he pours out his spirit in a mighty way, we can start expecting as children of God to come to dreams, visions, revelations from heaven. We can start to expect God to use our voice in a greater way than ever before through prophecy. Through, basically through God using our vocal cords. Amen? Um, there's coming a wave of God's glory, I believe, that we have never even experience in, you know, any sort of fashion. I know that there's been different moves of the Spirit, and I'm going to read to you um, a prophecy by um, Kenneth Hagin, that senior, that um, I was reading in a, in a book this week, and um, man, it just stuck out to me. And actually, I bought this book because I knew I had read it before. I knew it had something, it was a book, something having to do with tongues being the key to the supernatural. And um, this is a big, thick book called Tongues or whatever. But um, I was flipping through it. I want to read the entire book, and I am reading it. But I flipped through to the last, pa last pages. I was like, I got to find that. I, I knew that there was something that just stuck out to me, the reason why I searched down this book when I went to Tulsa. Um, and I'm going to read it to you, and then I'll share with you the rest of the message here. Okay. It says, we have seen a wave called the Healing Revival. We have seen the, a wave called the charismatic movement. We have seen a wave of faith and of teaching God's word, you know, um, word of faith movement. But now another wave is coming, and it's a wave of the Holy Ghost. This is a prophetic word from an awesome prophet of God. Yes, we have seen the power of the Holy Ghost in a limited fashion, but a wave is coming that will bring his power on a higher level in a far greater measure than we have ever seen before. He says, I can see it. I can see that wave in a yonder in deep waters. It's coming. So it's like a wave. It's the, it's the crest of the wave. Even before he had passed away, he gave this word, and he could see it was coming. He doesn't get to be a part of it. He's already in glory, but um, he could see it coming. It's coming, he says. The wave of the Holy Ghost's power is building higher. He says, don't stay on the old wave of yesterday's move of the Spirit. 
Swim out into the deep. In other words, start seeking God like you've never sought him before. If you want to be a part of this last great day and move of God and see him use you, then swim out into the deep so that you can, do you ever go into the ocean and get to be a part of a wave before it like takes off and you get to ride it in on a boogie board or something? Um, we used to love to do that when we were kids when you go to the ocean. But you have to get before the wave starts. And then as it is starting, you have to run and jump with it so that it can carry you all the way to shore. And it's really fun. Um, so that's what he's saying here. Don't stay on the old wave because that old wave is crashing and it's coming to an end. If you want to stay with the move of the Spirit, he says, swim out into the deep. In other words, go deeper. Go further in God and in your time and in the presence of God and in your prayer, um, prayer time with the Lord and, and in worship and in seeking his face. Go deeper and further than you've ever gone before so that when this wave begins, which is starting now, start, then you can start jumping on board with the next Big tidal wave of the Spirit of God. Grab your boogie board. It's time to roll. <laughs> Amen. Um, don't stay on the old wave of yesterday's move of the Spirit. Swim out to the deep waters of the Spirit realm by praying in the Holy Ghost. He tells us how. Yikes. It's exciting. And get on the next wave of God's purposes for this hour. Keep on praying so that you can ride that new wave as it builds and builds in divine power and glory. He says, I am convinced the wave of that is the wave that is coming will be twice as high as the healing wave. If you've done any study on the healing revivals, I mean, it was crazy the things that happened. I mean, 10,000 people piling in tents. Nowadays, we have like arenas and stuff, but they had tents and they were healing tents and people would be brought on their deathbeds from the hospitals because they knew that this person was so, had swum out so deep into God's glory and presence that they carried that glory, that presence of God with them. And people were instantaneously healed of things that they were left for dead. And, and they would just operate in the gifts of the Spirit and the supernatural things would happen. And it was simply because somebody was willing to sacrifice in prayer and swim out into the deep and catch that wave of healing, the wave of God's Spirit, the way God's Spirit was moving that day and that day and age. But I believe in this last great day and age, there's coming this great wave of God's glory. And I believe that part of what I'm called to do is compel people to come out into the deep so that you can catch this wave. And you too, there's not just going to be 10 um, renowned ministers throughout the world, but there's going to be thousands and thousands of Christians who rise up and take their place simply because they're seeking the face of God. They're going deeper into his presence than ever before, and they're jumping on their boogie board, and they're riding that wave of glory. That's why it's going to be higher than ever before is because so many more are going to catch this wave than they had with the charismatic movement, then they had with the healing movement of God. Certain ones caught the wave. They, they saw what God was doing, and they swam out, and they sacrificed in prayer and, and fasting and things like that. But now God's people are being taught this is the last great day. This is the last day. This is the last chance you're going to get to be a part of this last great day revival. If you want to be a part, swim out into the deep. Amen? 
Don't stay on the old yesterday's wave of the Spirit. Swim out to the deep waters of the Spirit by praying in the Holy Spirit. Get on the next wave of God's purposes for this hour. Keep on praying so you can ride the new wave in as it builds and builds in divine power and glory. I'm convinced that this wave is coming. It will be twice as high as the healing wave, the charismatic wave, or the faith wave. In fact, it will be twice as high as all of them put together. I believe it's going to be the wave that sweeps us right up onto the shores of glory. Amen. Right into the glory world, he says. It'll it'll be the ending, you know, right into heaven. (laughs) We're going to have, and you know why God's going to do it? It's because he cares about every single person in this world. And they need to know that he's the only God and that he's alive. And that he's coming again. And he's going to use vessels of honor. Vessels who have sacrificed and swam out into the deep to catch this wave of glory. I don't believe that God wants us to sit around and watch it happen. Knowing, you know, just having the knowledge is great. Knowing, yes, God's going to keep his word. And there's going to be this awesome wave of glory. When you see miracle signs and wonders being done in the name of Jesus. And um, people are coming to the Lord. When you see these things start starting to happen, which is happening, um, It's time, and you want to be a part of that. You don't want to just watch it happen. And so I encourage you, spend time with the Lord. Spend. He said right there, come, swim out into the deep, pray in the spirit like never before until you see this happening, until you become a part of it. Amen? We are in this last days, and it's, God has to do something in order for all men to know that he's the one and only God. There's going to be false teachers, false prophets. There's going to be um, false Christs, um, people who, but we need to know the word of God and what it says the signs are. And we need to be in the spirit and, and be praying up in the spirit so that our discernment is correct. And we need to be on guard and on watch. For these things happening, we'll know, you know, if it's testifying of the Lord Jesus Christ, we'll know, we'll know by the fruit. The fruit of the Spirit is what? Love, joy, peace, you know, patience, goodness, gentleness, self-control. If it's producing spiritual fruit, you know, aiming towards Jesus, aiming towards living for God, aiming towards, um, you know, um, pleasing God. But if it's tearing people away from church, it's tearing people away from living out their lives to please God that is not of God. It's kind of like, it's so deceitful, and I can't even believe people would fall into it. I can't even believe it, especially in the day and age that we're in. But that's when God said that would happen. And it's, I mean, so many Christians are falling away. It's so clear in the word of God that there's going to be false teachers that are going to, people are going to turn away from their faith. That is exactly what's happening. And that means that it's the end times, which means we need to be on alert more than ever watching for the return of Christ Jesus or we'll miss it. Living for Jesus or we'll miss it. I'm going to show you by the word of God. 
1 Corinthians 2.9 says, No eye has seen, no ear has heard, and no mind has even imagined what God has prepared for those who love him. It goes on to talk about glory in heaven, but I believe here on earth, no eye has seen, no ear has heard, or no mind has even imagined what God has in store and how he's going to use his people in this last day and age if they will just swim out into the deep. Isaiah 55, 8 and 9, he says it right here in his word. It goes right along with that. He says, my ways are not your ways, declares the Lord. As the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways and my thoughts than your thoughts. I believe that no biblical scholar, I mean, he can have debates, he can have studied the word, whatever. There is no biblical scholar that knows or has figured out everything that God is, was, everything God's going to do, you know what I mean? Just, our minds can't comprehend, you know? His ways are just so much bigger. He gives us an idea of what to look for, you know? Signs in the heavens above, wonders on the earth below, blood, fire, smoke, red moon, dreams and visions. This is all going to increase in this last day and age. And we're seeing all this stuff take place, nation against nation. He gives us clues in Acts 2 what to look for, but we have to see his glory and his majesty in this last day like we've never seen it before so that the world can know. The people need to know, and not enough know, and so he's going to show off in this last day and age. And he's going to use his people to do so. He said in his word, um, let's see where, where it was. In Romans 8.29, he said that Jesus was the firstborn among many brothers and sisters. He, he, if he's my brother, or we're his sister, or you're his brother, whatever, um, And he walked this earth in the glory and the presence and the power of the Holy Spirit. That's how we should be walking too. He was the firstborn among many that would also be a great example to this world. Just falling asleep back there. No. (laughs) we're to be the firstborn among many. He's the firstborn among many. That means that we too should be walking in his glory, walking in his presence and his power so that people will know that he's the only way. Amen? Let's turn to Matthew 24. I know we're doing hour of power, so I'm going to try to speed it up. Matthew 24, um, verses 36 through 44. 
No one knows the day or the hour when these things will happen, not even the angels in heaven or the Son himself. Only the Father knows. When the Son of Man returns, it will be like it was, it was in Noah's day. In those days before the flood, the people were enjoying banquets, parties, weddings, right up until the time that Noah entered his boat. People didn't even realize what was about to happen until the flood came and swept them all away. That's what it's going to be like. This is, this is the way it will be when the Son of Man comes. Two men will be working together in a field. One will be taken, the other will be left. Two women will be um, grinding flour in a mill. One will be taken, one, one will be left. So you too must keep watch for that, so that you will know the day your, of your Lord's coming. Understand this, if a homeowner knew exactly when a burglar was coming, he would keep watch and not permit his house to be broken into. You also must be ready at the time for the Son of Man will come when least expected. So part of you being ready is you getting out into God's presence, getting out into the deep, and, and riding this last move of his spirit, being right there in the middle of it where he's using you, and you're seeing the things that are, he said would happen in the last days. In the last days, I will pour out my spirit, and my sons and daughters will prophesy. You want to make sure that you're ready for the Lord's coming and the Lord's return by being one of those sons and daughters that are prophesying, that you're dreaming dreams, having visions. These are things that you're going to know that are going to give you the assurance to know that you're smack dab in the will of God so that when he returns you're going to go with him in heaven we want to be on watch we don't want to just be living our lives we want to be living our lives to please him amen we don't want to be like um you know, the person who owns a house and doesn't watch for the burglar, if you watch for it, you can save your house. So God, by, by watching, it, it's part of, by watching is getting into God's presence. The word of God says, watch and pray in Peter. It says, watch and pray to, to swim out into the deep, like um, Brother Hagen was talking about, to, to spend time praying in the Holy Spirit, to get in God's presence and wait and watch and ride this next wave and move of his spirit. I don't believe that it's too late. I think right now is the time that God's compelling his people to come out into the deep. Come out into the deep waters of his spirit. It might be some untreaded territory. It might be a little bit different, you know. There might be more encounters with Jesus, more encounters with the heavenlies, more encounters with angels is happening all over the world, more encounters with his spirit, more tongues, more interpretation of tongues, more prophecy, more dreams, visions, revelations from heaven because all this stuff is stuff that God said would happen in the last days. So we can expect that as we get into God's presence, as we swim out into the deep, he's going to begin speaking to us and through us on a greater level. And that's all a part of God pouring out his spirit in this last day and age because he needs his sons and daughters to be manifest children of God, to prophesy and to speak to people, to go out into the world and tell them that he's the way, the truth, and the life. Amen? In Romans um, 8... 18 through 21, the word of God, um, let me see if I can turn there, yep, Romans 8, 18 through 31, 
or 21, it says, we now su- the, the way we suffer now is nothing compared to the glory he will reveal to us later. For all creation is waiting eagerly for that future day when God will reveal who all his children really are. I believe that day is coming and that revelation of who we are isn't just like when we go to heaven. It's like before so that they know you're one of those children of God and so that they know they can come to you to hear the truth. How can I go to heaven? What do you know? What is that treasure in your earthen vessel? What do you know? that I don't. We're going to have the presence and the glory of God from swimming out into those deep waters and riding that glory wave in. We're going to have the glory of God, the presence and the power of God on us like the world has never seen. Because if he did it in the days of the healing revivals, and he, the, prophet, the prophecy and in the word of God says in this last days he's going to pour out his spirit upon all sons and daughters. Not just some select few hosting a tent, but I believe all the children of God that are seeking his face will rise up, take their place. The sleeping giant will be woken up and step out and have the presence and glory of God on them so they can testify with boldness of the Lord's return. And when that begins to happen, when that happens, we can look for the times drawing near. When every single person has heard and knows that Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. But this next wave of glory has to happen so that everyone can know. More believers have to wake up and take their place with boldness, with the glory of God, the presence of God on them, so that others will know. Not just preachers, but the body of Christ. Amen? You're the preacher. You're the one who's to go out into your world and preach the gospel. If all this stuff is happening, we know that we, with great expectation, can... Um, if, you know, all this stuff is happening around us. You know, all this stuff is happening on the news. And then when you look into um, Christianity, you see moves of the Spirit all over the place happening. If that's happening, and it is, then you can start seeking God and start getting into God's presence and start expecting this last great move and wave of His Spirit. Expect Him pour out His Spirit upon all flesh Expect that sons and daughters will prophesy. Expect heavens, you know, wonders in heavens above, signs on the earth below. Expect all this stuff to start happening. Expect you as the child of God to become a manifest child of God, meaning you're manifesting the glory, the presence, and the power of God. That when people encounter you, they're encountering the presence of God. Amen? I've been starting to have little glimpses of that myself. But all I'm, I wish I had so much more time. I feel like so limited in my time with being a mother and, and working and just all the stuff I do. I'm always like, Lord, give me more time. Um, because I want to get deeper. I want to go further. Brother Hagen says there's a place... There's places of, in the spirit that you get so lost, you're almost afraid that you can't get back. 
He said he believes that that's um, what happened. I always get the two mixed up, Elijah and Elisha. Which one was caught up? <laughs> Elijah was caught up. He says he believes that that's what happened with him, that Elijah got so in the spirit that he was caught up into heaven. But that there's a place where you're drawing deeper and deeper into God's presence. And when you come to, basically come back to, to this life and, and come back into um, reality, that you're just carrying with you the presence and power of God so great that God can do mighty things through you. All to reflect the glory of the Lord. All to point to Jesus. Amen. The sign is for the unbeliever. It's not for in the church walls. So we come together and we assemble ourselves to seek God's face, to learn God's ways, and then to go out there and demonstrate them. That's what the church is for. It's for the edification, the building up, the correcting of the body of Christ. And then we're out there being the, the, you know, he's the firstborn among many brothers and sisters. We're out there being those manifest children of God. Amen? Now, last scripture. Luke 21, 28 says, Now when these things, and I'm, I'm going to just um, tell you, read um, Matthew 24, um, 3, all the way through 44 on your own time. It's about the end times and what to look for. But I'm going to jump ahead. Luke 21, 28 says, Now when these things begin to happen, look up. Lift your heads because your redemption draws near. So all these things are starting to happen in the news. All these things are starting to happen in Christianity. You see the wave of God's spirit. You see a crest of something new happening. You know, that's what School of the Spirit's all about, teaching the body of Christ to rise up and take their place, start swimming out into the deep, get in God's presence, because this wave is happening, and God wants to use his body. He wants to use the believers. He wants to pour out his spirit upon all believers that are seeking his face so that we can go out with boldness and see miracle signs and wonders and testify of the Lord Jesus. When we see these things happen, this is the time to go on into the deep. Don't miss out and don't, you know, not be a part of this. You want to, I've, I've always hungered for dreams, visions, and revelations. I've always hungered for great and mighty moves of the Spirit and miracle signs and wonders. And, and I've had some, some awesome encounters with God, but it just makes you want more. You know, I hear about it, read about it. I love hearing people's testimonies when they hear from God, when they're directed by the Holy Spirit and something happens. And I just love all of it, but I want more. And we're seeing it happen, and we don't want to be left behind. Meaning, not left behind like you're going to be left here on earth, because if you're a believer living for God, you're going to go to heaven. But I don't want to be watching this stuff happen. I want to be part of this happening. Amen? And he's not excluding anyone. He'll pour out his spirit upon all his children. Amen? Upon all flesh. It's happening. So I want to encourage you, there's a new wave of his glory coming. And in that prophecy, he says, get out into the deep waters. How? By simply praying in the Holy Spirit. Spend time early in the morning, late at night, you know, when things calm down. Spend some extra time. If, if you consciously have to be aware when you're on your way to and from work, that's an extra hour of driving. Spend extra time praying in the Holy Spirit, worshiping God getting into his presence so that you can go deeper 
It's like swimming every time. You're swimming out deeper. You're swimming out deeper. You're getting in God's presence. You're going deeper. Guess what? Sooner or later, when this wave takes off, you're on it. You're going to be part of it. Amen? It's happening because God said it in his word, and his word does not return void. Amen? He watches over his word to perform it. So I encourage you. I believe you come on Wednesday nights because you're extra hungry. You know what I mean? Sunday morning is not enough for you. You want to get strengthened, edified, built up in the middle of the week so you can go finish out your week. And so I encourage you, the rest of this week, get deeper in God's presence. If you are hungry for God to use you more, you want to be more talented, more gifted, lay your hands on your stomach every day and say, God, I ask you to stir up the gifts of God within me through the laying on of hands. God, I ask you to fill me every day afresh with a fresh anointing. Fill me afresh with your spirit. I ask you for a fresh baptism of your Holy Spirit every day. You have not because you ask not. So if you're not doing that, you're not going to receive that. But if you're doing that, you're going to receive it. Amen? Start believing 100% because we're in the last days that he is pouring out his spirit upon you and that you'll prophesy, that you'll dream dreams, you'll have visions because these are the things. You can even believe for miracles, signs, and wonders because these are the things that he wants to do in this last day. He already stated it in his word, and if you, his believer, believes it, you can receive it. You can be part of this. Amen? It's exciting. Father, we just thank you, Lord, for your word. We thank you for your truth. Father, I just pray that you'd stir a hunger and a thirst on the inside of each and every one of us to swim out into the deep, Lord, to jump on the crest of this new wave of your glory. Father, let us be these manifest children of God, Lord, who have this treasure in our earthen vessel that the excellency, the power and glory of God would be revealed to every single person that we encounter. Father, I ask you, Lord, to download, pour out your spirit even now upon each and every one of us. Come, Holy Spirit, fill us afresh. Let the glory of the Lord rise upon us, Lord. Let us be sons and daughters of your glory, of your presence, Lord, manifesting, Lord, your glory and presence wherever we go. Let people see the light. Let people see you, Jesus, in and through us. We just pray this tonight. 